Good afternoon, everybody. Set it off with o'clock. some. Maybe say good afternoon. Hey, good evening, goddammit. <laughs> <laughs> we gonna set off with this. This is the type of mood we in. Don't neither one of us smoke weed. I Hilarious. <laughs> I just took about how creative this track was. I, correct me if I'm wrong. I know it was created by Pac-12. No days to be artists. Every morning when I wake up, money on my mind, go time to get kicked up. Sunshine coming through my blinds, I'm living, but really though, it's never enough. Ten billion. Welcome to the Don't Ever Think It podcast with your host, my uncle, Dominican Johnny. They come from all around the world for the I've never been to Cali too, but it's a ill ass vibe. I make meals off that. How the go. fuck y'all can't see I ride when I drive down the block and you look outside. Hope everybody doing good. In your eyes. I Fucking heat wave and shit. It's been warm as fuck all these days. Day, I guess for a bitch to roll with Andre, I guess. Roll it up, baby. Come on, let that trust and roll it up for me. There you I'm go. Stressed. You might catch me in Atlanta. This is before he got ultra, ultra conscious. <laughs> shit. This is the album. Yeah. For this album, we get a lot of help. Yeah. That's what I, made me I, think. I like um. What's the second um? Be honest, this is a pimple butterfly. Yo, this is the last the album one. my boy. Word. Ever? This is like in the last 10 some years. When that come out, 2012, right? Uh, yeah. shit, yeah. 2012. Yeah. Because what, what what made me buy it was the Compton track. I said, oh, shit. And they were like, just Blaze. I said, yo. Because I wasn't really familiar with Kendrick Lamar before that. I just remember him being on the the, the, the freshman class with my man, Freddie. Yeah. And it was Freddie that told me about him. Like, yo, man, you got to meet this dude named Kendrick. He's on the freshman class with me on XXL. And then I remember when Tom Buck was like, yo, I'm meeting with Kendrick Lamar. Again, still ain't registered. Mm. And I hear the album, Hulk. Hulk, I was like, there's no way this little dude is this nice. Yeah, and you, see, you see a, a video came up recently on uh, on Instagram where it's a uh, Charles Hamilton was freestyling and some little kid grabbed the mic and it's him in New York at some New York bar and shit and just start going off. I was yo, like, I was well, goddamn. Like, then I listened to the album. I was like, yo, son, there's not one whack record on this album. And I said, yo, this guy can't be more than 22, 23 years old making a conceptual yeah. album. Come on, unheard of. High power, high power is the one I heard of him. I was like, yo. And then I heard him on um, Tech Nine, Tech Nine's album. Um, no, it was on. Um, uh, what's the other dude? Uh, J Rock's album that he put out with Tech Nine, and it was this kid on there rhyming. I was like, "Who the fuck is that dude?" And I was like, "Who the fuck is K Dot?" You know what I mean? Yo, yo, what up? What up? Good with you, man. Nothing much, good. nothing much. Why does he sound like he's coming through only one ear? Yeah, that's on here too. Yeah, it's all good. You good though, Vinny? Yo, I'm good. All How right. are you? All right, we good, we good. Hold on, let me let me call you right back on this though to make sure it goes to both uh, speakers. One second. Let's try this shit again. All right, you. Yeah. There we go. Perfect. Yeah, we was putting this on here because uh, we were just hearing a little clip, a little bag for you clip. With, uh, if you don't know, this is K Dot, Kendrick Lamar, Dr. Dre, The Recipe. 
But anyway, calling nigga K Dot, man. Nobody call him that no more. Hey, man, he's a grown man. I'm a grown man. That's why I'm just using my name. Well, yeah, yeah. But no, but that's what I'm saying. When I first heard him, that's what it literally in the features. It it says featuring K Dot. So I was like, who the fuck is K Dot? He said, yo, he said I was K Dot for a long time, and then I realized, yo, I'm a grown ass man. Hey, he's like, I'm not Kendrick Lamar. Indeed, he is Grammy winning Kendrick Lamar. Super multiple, super duper influential. Kendrick Lamar. Standing exactly. for something. Kendrick, Kendrick Lamar. Lamar. One of the few only conscious rappers that mainstream Kendrick Lamar. Yeah. And I'm not even going to say he's a conscious rapper. He's just a young man with a creative mind, but it has substance to the creativity. Yeah. Like, it's not about gold and jewelry. Like, like that's what I'm saying. Braggadociousness has been in hip-hop forever, so that's nothing to you. I'm not offended by that. Yeah. But it's when all you talk about that is just like the cocaine situation. Like, God damn, nigga, how much drugs could you sell? You you wouldn't say that to Pusha T, would wait, you? <laughs> wait, are we, are we talking about Pusha now? No, nah, I know, right? That's a, yeah, <laughs> I will say to Pusha T. <laughs> yeah, we just talk about uh, Pusha had the dopest uh, response to that, though. He said all Scorsese do is make mom movies, but nobody complains because they're beautiful mom movies. Yeah, you got a point. What what, what was that? He said he said that uh, Scorsese, all Scorsese does is make gangster movies, and nobody says nothing about that, so... He no, keep rapping about coke. No, there's a difference. Scorsese make movies that's based on true events. There's a big difference. The Henry Hill shit is for real. The casino shit me, is for real. So he telling did, me that oh, oh, huh? me that Scorsese made a dope gangster movie, but it wasn't based on true events. It, it would discount it. No, when he makes anytime he makes a gangster movie, it's always based on a true event. But that's a. Is that the metric in which you decide if a Scorsese flick or is dope flick or not? Yeah, it's dope. I kind of because the, because pussy don't have to like like rappers don't have to tell the truth to me for me to enjoy the music if it's dope, it's dope. That's no, how that's, I feel. No, that's no, no, this is the difference. If you're <clears throat> if you're rhyming and you just rhyming and you embellish and whatever, okay, that's cool. But when you start saying that's what you used to do, now now I go into the story because now people's gonna check factory. And then, okay, then, but, and, then, and then when you find out that you're not what you are, that's where the whole problem comes in when they say, you know, this dude said this and said that, but now we kind of find out you you was putting it's back to the Eminem shit. What we said when he was battling him, your mom and dad is, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Oh, when he dropped the real Yeah, so it's like, yeah, if, if you just say you have the fictional rap and it's cool all day, but you never once say, well, that's me, I ain't think nobody can make a big deal about it. But once you start saying, I did this, I did that, yeah, no, that's real, there ain't no rhyme, I lived it. I, I hate to mention it. I hate to mention it because I love this guy so what? much. I love this guy so much. But it's almost a Rick Ross situation. He's a like, dope writer. Yeah, yeah. No, I love him as a rapper. But when you're like, what? But it still didn't bother me. I'm like, all right, maybe he made all this shit up. But I'm saying, you know, the the, the, authentic, you know, the authenticated is just a little different. But I see what Vinny's saying too. But how many Scorsese films you ever seen made that wasn't based on true events? <clears throat> I know. The Irishman, Casino. All of them were loosely. I'm trying to think of the ones that weren't. Well, I'll tell you right now. They, the Departed was Whitey Bulger indirectly. Indirectly. And they said uh, with the Irishman, you know, he yeah. just, he went off of what he what he did and read in the book. Everybody did just misses that like shit. That, but that's, uh, that's kind of the point is that's, that's kind of beside the point though. The point is that it's the same uh, content. It's about it's gangster flick over and over from Scorsese, but no one's like, why does Scorsese make a, a rom com or a superhero flick? Or like, they're fine with him having his lane and just doing great work in that genre. Yeah, so it, I, yeah. 
so that's, that's how I look at it. Like, I don't want him to just, like, make a pop song or a song about love just because uh, to embellish his resume. If Because then it'll show that he's not comfortable doing that. So it, it's going to be... I want him to, to change up what he wants to do artistically because he is, you know, so, you know, over abundantly focused on one lane that he stays in. I, like, I, I respect that, that you know, self-awareness to know that that's where he, he's comfortable at. And there's no reason to, like, just do other shit to be... Feel like he has... To, like, I feel like some artists feel like they need to answer to fans wanting them to do other shit instead of doing other shit because they want to. Hmm. I don't know. Like, but also, I, too, with Scorsese <laughs> on the Scorsese part of it, too, Hollywood doesn't really work well with him, and he works outside of Hollywood's boundaries. They don't really fuck with him like that, from what I heard. Well, no, I'm just ain't even on the push the T side, though. Mm-hmm. Like, I like the fact that, put it this way, my, my, and this is just me. I just don't want to hear a whole album about fucking talking about dope. I'm mm-hmm. saying I want to hear the artistry, and it, it's just like Biggie. But he's creative when he does it. Push it. That's yeah. what I mean. Because that's what me and Vinny, he's a, he's a wordsmith with it. Very, right. very, just like Conway. Like Conway rhymes about coke and dope and, and shit. And and he's second on the list. <laughs> I just don't want to, you know what I'm saying? I mean, no, like, it's, you it's think no about like, I just don't want to hear it's that It's like shit. an R&B artist. Every single R&B artist, you know, like every single Usher song is about Love, fucking the chick. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so man, it's I'm like, cheating. I don't yeah, need I'm, Usher to rap about coke so I hear something different. I just know that I get when I hear Usher. Yeah, my thing is just, I just don't, with me, I just don't want to over, like, that's why I like the Kendrick shit because there's a difference in it. Like, you know what I'm saying? Even like with Mob Deep or something, like even like Nas, there was a difference. Hey, I'm going to talk about how we hustled on this one, but the second show, talk about my man locked up. On this one, I'm going to talk about like if I did this. That's what I'm saying. But I mean, and, and here's the funny shit. I love Pussy T, but I'm yeah. just like, Jesus Christ. Like, how much coke can you guys sell? <laughs> yeah. And never did a day in prison. This man did, though. I'm about to say, I know. Now, he living now, through his men- yeah. Now, the people he's associated with, is a hundred percent true, <laughs> yeah. a thousand percent true in his crew. Yeah, all oh, that shit is true. Their manager, their manager. Yeah, I don't want to say yeah. no names, but yeah, that's a hundred percent true. What up, Vin Rock? How you? Good, good, son. Yeah, yeah. So, Vinny, because I'm not gonna stay on here long because I know y'all gonna do your, 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 your what, what you call it. We're gonna fan out. We're gonna do our fanboy shit, our comic book shit. Yeah, comic book shit. <laughs> and he still hasn't seen The Last of Us. You caught up, right, Vinny? Yeah, I'm caught up. All right, cool. I saw that. I saw it last night, now, and Vinny, I'm caught up on the woo joint. You you caught up on the woo? Nah. Yeah, you, oh, they they put out three episodes at one time. You yeah, watch you, any you, of them? Like season three? First season. I'm I'm behind. Okay, okay, got- okay. Now, Benny, one of the arguments we had last week. I don't know if you heard the the, the, cat, the pod from last week. No, nah, I haven't caught up. Okay, I was highly offended on that list. Not so much the list. One, I ain't like the way they had the list placed. But it was who wasn't on the list. Out of the whole list is the top 50. They did not have Slick Rick on that list. What? What? what worry about that list. It's Billboard, bro. Yeah, but I understand that. that part, and I, re- I mentioned that too. Yeah, yeah, but definitely. still not to have Slick Rick on there? You had Curtis but Blow. But is Billboard based on sales? Did no. Slick Rick ever move a ton of units? No, but, that, but that's what and that's what we thought. We were like, is it, I was like, how does Curtis Blow didn't have a lot of sales? What's Curtis Blow doing on there? Yeah, that's you, what I... I'm not. I'm not asking to be argumentative. I just don't know what their metric is. And and that's yeah, what the criteria you, was: lyrics, flow, sales, longevity. Um, those were the main. Okay, you know, the main and, key and, and so Slick Rick was one of them. And influence and influence. That's what and it was. influence. And so influence. I said, okay. So why? Okay. Ha- so why isn't Hammer on there? Right. He went right, diamond. Right. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I, 
I, I, I hate all those hooks. I always hate those hooks. <laughs> Shit. I know. I know. We all do, Vin. Shit. My bad. I mean, but I mean, mm-hmm. now hold on. Before I get out of here, because I, I got to help my kids with their homework. Vinny, this one's for you, because I know you're the comic book guru. Johnny was telling me they about to do, redo Batman. What do you mean you're going to redo Batman? Oh, that's a whole that's thing not- we got to get into. You're going to be here for a minute. <laughs> I'm telling no, you, I can, I, can do a, I can do a quick version for him. Okay, they got a new, they got a new boss over there. They're redoing everything. That's basically Virtually, it. Almost everything. So what, is, so what you talking about? The look, the the, the storyline. Mm, no, all right. The current Justice League movie that came out, the Snyder cut, and all those uh, characters and that whole story. I don't give a fuck about <laughs> Justice League. I don't give a fuck about Batman. I know, but yes, <laughs> yes, but it's all it's all one continuity. It's all one universe there right now, and. After the Flash movie, it'll be a whole new continuity. So there will be new. There'll be some stuff that they're going to keep that they like, and some stuff that they're going to redo. And Ben Affleck ain't trying to really be Batman no more. He got too much shit going on in his personal life. So that's one of the. That's one of the um, movies that they're going to start over with a new guy. The Pattinson Batman. That that's not. Uh, that's the Elseworlds. That's like a what else? That's a. Yeah, it's a, a different spinoff. It's like outside. a whole different story. Outside. Outside of it, so it's not going to connect to all the other shit like the new Batman movie will. So, are we talking about the movies or are we talking about the actual comic book? No, the say, movies. He was, he was talking about, yeah, nigga, movies. you ain't say that. You said oh. fucking DC. That's all what the fuck you talking about. Yo, no, no, no. I was talking about the DCU. Yeah, man, that's Johnny's fault, I was man. saying the DCU, meaning the DC yeah. Universe movies in the movies. This motherfucker gave false information, man. <laughs> don't, don't, don't. What else do you think I'll be talking about? I ain't oh, going to talk to you about man, the comics. I'm play hot potato with this nigga. This nigga going <laughs> to give me the wrong information. <laughs> so I was like, what the fuck is Johnny talking about? Man, I'm like, I'm like, what? Yeah, speaking of, you talking about the movies though, right? Yeah, no, yeah, he's talking about the movies. I, the way he's made it seem like DC Comics was doing a re, they was gonna get rid of everything and start from scratch. Like, how are you gonna get rid of Batman and start all over? The storyline oh, yeah. isn't gonna change. No, nah, talking about the movies. No, well, the comic books have done that too, but this isn't. Um, the comic books have done that many, many times. They, they do it in the comics all the time. That's why the movie heads ain't really surprised because they do it in the books too. Got it, got it. Speaking of Ben Affleck, y'all see that Dunkin' Donuts commercial? That yeah, that <laughs> talking was funny. this thick Boston accent. And that everything. was funny. Yo, that was actually funny. That was hilarious. Then J Lo pulled up. Like, is this what you mean when you say you're going to work? Yeah, that one was funny. Shout out to Ben Affleck, Boston a people, boys. A lot of people. Good joke. And this is another thing. I ain't noticed until I went to California. Like on when I was in the Marine Corps, right? You know, on the East Coast was one thing, but I went to, when I was on the West Coast. I was like, trying to make the donuts, boys. And nobody knew what the fuck I was talking about. The other the other niggas from New York and the East Coast. Yeah. So I was like, yo, y'all got no Dunkin' Donuts? Yo, so yes. I said, y'all got no Dunkin' Donuts out there? They're like, Dunkin' what? Dunkin' no. Donuts did not go past the Mississippi till three years ago. Oh, mm-hmm. shit. Now I was finally a Dunkin' Donuts in California. They had no idea what I was talking about. Now, so this whole time they should have been saying the East Coast runs on Dunkin'? Yeah, they did. Yeah, there's only, we on the East Coast <laughs> knew what we were talking about. They had. Apparently, the like, ones on Dunkin' was fraudulent. I was like, yo, what the fuck? <laughs> He's like, yo, what the fuck is the time to make the donut shit? I said, your son, where you from? He's like, I'm, I'm from, I'm from LA. Where you from? He's like, I'm from fucking Arizona. Where you from? He goes, I'm from fucking Indiana. I'm like, y'all never heard of Dunkin' Donuts? Nah. Exactly. And then, and then I realized later That'll on. That would be just like them saying Jack in the Box. No, but, I don't know but what again, the fuck that is. This is 1986. Yeah. I'm thinking everybody know what the fuck Dunkin' Donuts is. Just like I realized a lot of people don't know what White Castles is. Yeah. Till recently because of the movies. Yeah. And you know what I'm saying? Past the Midwest, there, in, there are no White Castles. So I'm like this. What the fuck you mean you don't know what Dunkin' Donuts? And then one day I'm watching the thing on TV. They said Dunkin' Donuts finally, after 50 years in business, finally opened up a franchise in California. I said, whoa. That's like Fat Burgers. There's no Fat Burgers on the East Coast. Exactly. I don't know what that is. Yeah, Fat Burgers is your... 
nigga the shakes, man. You gotta fucking get a, a spoon and a fork to eat a shake out there. And you know who owns like 15 or 20 of them? Magic, probably. No. E40. Ah. E40 on Mad Fat Burger. And everybody like, what's the fat burger? Like, I'm gonna get a fat burger. That's their equivalent to like McDonald's and Jack. Even Jack in the Box is more popular out there than the East Coast. You know I don't even seen? know what a Jack in the Box is over here. You never seen Jack in the Crack? I remember that from Menace, but that's it. But that's an L.A. thing. Oh, that's what man. I'm saying. The Jack, man, a- they, 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 had, they had sprinkled a few on the East Coast. We even had one in the Bronx, a Jack in the Box, but they real big on the West Coast. Well, see, that's what I'm saying. They get I- you in them Nissan trucks straight in the drive through You stupid. Get out the court. <laughs> get out the court. It ain't that hort. <laughs> but yeah, now nah, he was he was feeling some type of wave in rock about the uh, about the list. How uh, Slick Rick wasn't on there. Um, ja Rule. Ja wasn't on there. If we talking about and they like, had Gucci Mane on there. That's the one that really pissed him off. And then I yeah. had to I had to kind of explain to him the influence part of it. And then when he said influence, then I said, then why isn't Hammer on there? Why isn't Ja Rule on there? He made a big Hammer influence was the on first him. mainstream rapper to have. Everything cartoon, that, that, that everything, they talked about. Yeah, all endorsements that you're talking everything, about. Everything, endorsements, sneaker, food, bought the fucking airplane, all that shit. Yeah. And they was living like Ric Flair. <laughs> yeah. True. Yeah, that's true. He was the first one. Remember the uh, the Hammer Man cartoon? Yeah, they, 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 yeah. they don't give that dude a lot of credit, call, man. And that's funny, though, because Tribe and all them was calling him a sellout. Everybody did. You remember the shit with fucking Fuck. uh, MC Search? All of them. Fuck you, Hammer. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. You know why? And I'm going to say this as a, as a East Coaster. First of all, you know, New York niggas, we arrogant motherfuckers. Yep. We think the whole world revolves around us. You don't say. But here comes somebody that was <laughs> killing us record sale-wise. Yeah. Hammer was killing us with the record sale. So you're saying it was more New York bitter beer face? Of course it was bitter beer face. When MC <laughs> did a million albums, we thought that was the greatest thing ever when they went platinum. Yeah. This motherfucker's going multi-platinum or fucking don't, uh, uh, what's that shit? Dun, 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 dun. Yeah, can't touch this. Can't touch this. And the ugly pants. Yeah, the hammer And which pants. is funny, because everybody keep calling them hammer pants, but Kid and Play had that shit on way before hammer. True, true. And then come and then here come Vanilla Ice, and then it's it was kind of like the Eminem syndrome, but the first version but, of it where they put a white dude no, in. Like, oh, he could dance better than Hammer. He danced no, better because than everybody. You know why? You know it, was just, it was just typical thing with music. Okay, we're going to get a white version of this. Because, like, again... We the could numbers, talk, the you, numbers. Yeah, we could talk I know that what shit you're There's not enough minorities to put the numbers up. So you need the white audience. So you get white. So so, so, you, so you get a lot of people that don't get a fair shot. Like for instance, Young MC, Young MC and Tone Loke, their biggest beef is that they never was respected by the brothers, even though they sold millions of records. They wanted the credibility over the money and the fame. True. And I'm saying, you know, we as we as people, we we gotta give people a fair chance. Don't mean because you ain't grow up in the hood, but these dudes, especially Tung Lo, Tung Lo grew up in the hood of hoods. Yeah. But he just didn't make a, a, a hip hop record. So it's like, for instance, one of the biggest arguments. And I said, it's kind of true. How many cars do you hear fucking playing Eminem in the hood? Negative, probably, you probably never, four. right? Yeah. But he still sold billion, billions of records because his audience is a different type of audience. Yeah, and sure. that's not his fault. I know, it that, ain't that, his That's fault. just the way the machine works. And to me, yeah. Just like me, I'm telling true. you right now. You're not in the basketball. Vinny, did you see the fucking all-star dunk contest this week? Okay. There's, there's, I, a, little, I there's a little white dude named Mac that won. Okay. Yeah. Right? Uh, uh, what you call it? Mac from Mike yeah. Tyson Punch-Out. Yep. Mac, Mac McCall. Right? <laughs> no, let me tell you something. The motherfucker is incredible. Not because he's white. He's incredible. Period. Because he got the little YouTube shit where he does mad dunks. Right? Okay. But the fact that he's white and he won. Yeah. Now they're he's saying, gonna, oh, he's the best dunker he, ever. Yo, it's going to go way more further That's than crazy. somebody like a fucking uh, Zach Levine that did some incredible shit. 
And it's not yeah. their fault. It's just the fucking nature of the beast. Because right now, he was in the D-League that day. Then he got a two-week a two week contract from the Sixers. That's just about to change to probably him getting a contract to the end of the year. His jersey's already selling off the fucking roof and he even didn't play one game as a pro yet. Damn. Well, he just won the dunk. I yeah, mean, that's obviously, what I'm saying. yeah. So you think you see what I'm saying? You know what they're saying? That's like Riff Raff's cousin or something. Who? The silly dude Riff Raff. They're saying that that's his like cousin, a relative of his. Yeah, from Virginia. <laughs> Riff yeah. Raff made a name for himself too. Yeah. Fucking some. It can't be mad at him. Some platinum uh, Baraka teeth yeah, and shit you know, from Mortal Kombat. I mean, <laughs> yo, th- th- this is my thing. I'm a, matter of fact, we're going to do a show one day on white rappers. I'm not going to talk about it right now. White rapper show. Yeah. If you're not <laughs> if you're not trying to make fun or try to do something, you know, that that's offends the culture stuff, I don't have no problem with that. Because there's never been a label for hip hop. Unfortunately, they do label hip hop as black music. But doesn't mean that they're not creative white guys that make the same music. You know what I'm saying? Like when, when I hate when people try to diss Eminem. I'm like, nah, dude, that's one dude you can't diss. You can't diss MC Search. You can't diss Everlast. You can't just milk bone. You can't just a lot of these dudes. These dudes are real good artists. It's yeah. not their fault that they're selling records. They just have a bigger audience. That's it. Look at prime example. I was talking to him about you today. Action Bronson. Yeah. Action created a platform. Vinny, jump in on this one real quick. Well, no, he saw him perform, though. He, Vinny, so, Vinny. Could I, speak I, like, I'm going to need I'm you on this one. Why are we still calling underground music underground music when these guys are making a very, very good living as artists? Uh, because underground music is kind of like a, a easy way to en- encapsulate what you mean when you say someone who isn't a household name to people who don't dig for the culture that has to come to them. Has it come to the what? People don't dig for the culture. That just has to come to them. Like the average, like maybe teenager in high school, or whatever. They don't gotta like dig through, you know, tons of Spotify and shit, or you know, do searches on like niche music to find, you know, future. It everybody already knows it. So even though shit that is underground music back in our day is now more accessible because of the internet, because that's where everything else is. You still have to be put on to it or look for it. As opposed to have the shit just constantly on, on everybody's head, like you can't say that just because you can easily access, say, I don't know, a Joey Badass as in the same way that you access Drake. They're not as accessible as each other are. You mean so, they're not as in your face? Yeah, because back in the day, like for us to find somebody who was like. Uh, I don't know, like the Lords of the Underground when we was in school, you kind of had to like know some, you kind of had to get put on to it. It wasn't like, so it wasn't, you, you it, they didn't have it, they didn't pour it, shove it down your throat. They didn't have the machine behind Yeah, it, was, it, was, yeah, it wasn't advertised. Like yeah. the head knew them, but like they didn't have a machine behind it. Or so like I a cellar dwellers, kind of like, yeah. That's, that's right. Cellar dwellers was like, you know what I mean? So I think that that's what underground means now. Despite the fact that nobody's really underground now because Everybody can put on anybody. Put shit on anybody can put their shit online, and it's accessible to everybody. Like, uh, a, like nobody who's never done a, a fucking anything can put their shit on iTunes right now on the same platform that Drake is on. But to me, that's still an underground head because there's no machine behind that. Nobody's you had to go find that person, even though they're on yeah. iTunes. 
Yeah, like like Jedi Mind Tricks too. Like the motherfucker been out since '94. Vinny Paz. Yeah, Vinny Paz. Shout out to Vinny Paz. Stoop. Shit. Yo, they let me say something. Out albums since then and still going. Yo, as of today, Vinny is no longer Vinny. Vinny is Professor V. <laughs> Professor this V. This fucking dude explains shit such in a fucking way that it just makes everybody shut the fuck up and listen. Yes, I'm it does. telling you, dude, you need to get a fucking one of them book joints or whatever. This fucking guy is incredible when he explains shit. Real talk. Yo, Vinny, the fuck, man. This guy is good. When he, I would have never used that technology for underground. So he explained everything for me. What yeah. I just say? Yeah. Like, call it underground. Yeah. He just, boom. Yeah. Shut me the fuck up. That's all. And then, but it, but the also to the stigma with underground is that they're broke. Yeah, right. That, that's it. Russ. Russ to me is still an underground rapper and he's a multimillionaire and then some. Shit, Freddie Gibbs. That, Freddie I'm Gibbs. Just, I'm just, I'm just Logic. Just like y'all, man. Fucking, you know what, I mean? uh, what, the fucking Griselda. Yes. I mean, this shit is crazy. This shit is, yeah. You, I mean, man, terminology. Yeah, term. Fucking 40, 45 projects out. Joey Bad. Never has to work a day in his life ever again. Or if he could right. eat off of just the residuals off of those albums. He was like, yeah, y'all might not, y'all might just think of Apple and Spotify. Y'all ever heard a thing called TuneCore? And that's where he gets checks in his sleep, he said. Yeah, so, TuneCore. Matter of fact, yeah, I need to get just, him on here. Shout day. out to fucking um, um, Papoose for being in charge of it now. Yeah, he's in charge of it now, too. Yeah, shout out to Pap. Another another dude that's a dope MC just never Put got out the, mad the, projects, the opportunity too. opportunity to people really listen. When you going right. to get, if you, if, the thing I like, though, is when the, lyric, the lyrical content is at least gain this opportunity now to be heard compared to before they were like ah backpack 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 yeah. rapper it was a stigma rapper? with it it was a stigma with it that's all it was the money thing yeah it was the bling era too the shiny suit era yeah. you know you gotta have the Rolex you gotta have the Versace the Crystal and all that but you, you still know. live in the process yeah I never understood that that's another let me ask you something about that dude like the the, the whole Rich and AZ story the whole paid and full story they're making millions and millions of dollars Damn. got all these cars and, you, I, and you're living in a punk bed with I, your little I, brother. I, and just, I'll leave that one alone because a lot of people get sensitive about that. Or, no, but, but, but is I it because this, of the times that they didn't have the mind to invest in other things? Or was it just New York niggas just didn't think about it like that? They just thought about flossing and that's I'm a, I'm a, a Harlem nigga dude, thing. I'm going to tell you a dude that was not from Harlem. And if you and I'm, I'm not glorifying drug dealers. I'm not glorifying that life. But this dude happens to be. I happen to know him. Um, and he's everybody in the city of New York know him. And he's a real dude. And. He lived that life to where the visual equaled the myth. And that's Kevin Childs. Kevin Childs had a mansion when all these dudes were still sleeping in, like yeah. he said, staying with their little brother. Yeah. Kevin Childs, yo, he was so fly. You went down, and Kevin Childs, the Bronx nigga. He, we, I grew up with Kevin Childs. Mm. He had a fucking BMW on a spin plate in his sneaker store in Harlem. You walk in the store, you see the fucking car turning around. While you asking for a pair of fucking uh, Air Force. Actually, he's one of the dudes that coined that whole phrase, Uptowns, with the uh, with the fucking Air Force Ones. I'm not mm. saying he actually came up with the, con- the idea, but when you walk in his stores, let me get some Uptowns. Mm. So Kevin Childs, he owns uh, Don Diva Magazine. Okay, okay. Yeah, because he did he did a couple of interviews yeah. on, on... Kevin Childs is right, about two, three years older than me. still look like he's fucking 21. Hey, shit. He that's got what I, That's one thing I, I never... I, I'm wondering if that's like a New York thing, though, because I've noticed like South dudes, even though they was hustling and all that shit, though, they were they were owning properties from what I've seen in the stories I've heard of the yeah, bigger yeah. drug the, dealers. The, the, what's the, name? the, the, uh, the motherfuckers out of Arkansas, the country motherfuckers that went to Detroit and weighed the 10 crack commandments on them dudes. The niggas owned everything. 
They was BMF before the BMFs. I'm telling you, man. And then, then you look at the BMFs. Yeah, all that, all that drug money, though. God damn. But I'm telling you, I'm telling you something, and I'm about to leave here. Again, not glorify these drug dealers. Be on the lookout. If y'all want to do drug dealer research, there's a Puerto Rican dude named Boy George. Was probably the largest drug dealer in the city of New York. That dated Madonna. Boy George. That's all I say. If y'all want to do some background checks on that dude, at 18, had a Bentley before Bentley was even popular. Had a mm. Bentley in the 80s. Yeah, I seen I seen this story on Vlad. He was dating Madonna and shit like that. And but he uh did he get shot in his eye or something? He got shot or something in his eye or something. He got like a speech impediment, kinda. Not that I know of. I know, I know, I know he's home. That part I know. Yeah, no, he's home now. He did yeah. his whole time. He did all that time. Because mm-hmm. Fat Joe was praising Joe, him when he came home. They, they yeah. making, they doing a biopic on him. I think Fat Joe has something to do. With it. Don't quote me on that. I'm not exactly sure. Gotcha. But what I heard, Fat Joe got something to do with it. So okay. That's what I'm saying. They be like, those are the dudes I know. I I hear stories everywhere. Again, I I have the opportunity to travel, so I get to hear different stories about. Different, like you know, uh, urban myths and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. That's I, about it, I heard about, yeah, I heard about BMF though, like a little bit before them Smack DVDs was out because there was a, a a BMF nigga around here that was just giving out weight to everybody around here back in the day. No, I'm, you know, I ain't even gonna say that dude's name. Remember, I told you. Remember, I said, yo, man, I, I ain't went gonna down, say that no, dude's name either. But, but you remember when I went down south? I went to Atlanta. I said, I'm gonna get this big ass sign, BMF. Oh, what the fuck is a BMF? Yeah. You can't miss it it's right next to the airport. Yeah. And then after that. You started hearing about Big Meech and them, but mm-hmm. that's because he had the magazine. Because you remember, yeah. he gave us some money. I don't know if he gave us, but his magazine gave us a donation towards out when we had the first hip hop summit there. No shit. Yeah, you remember? Because mm-hmm. he had the, the uh, what's the name? Lisa, the white lady. She was the representative. She gave us some money for that. Shit. Yeah, I still got the DVD over there, man, when he was interviewing that dude. And I was like, who the fuck is this dude with these braids from wherever he's from? I thought he was a West Coast dude. And then he had uh, Blue Da Vinci, who happened to be Razkaz's uh, cousin or something and shit. And he was. I guess he was the rapper they were trying to push along with. I know Raz his baby's mom. She's a wonderful lady. She's a singer too. Tierra. And their kids is Coast Contra. His kids. Is I heard you Coast. told me. Yeah, they're Yo. dope. They're dope. That's when you say. Vinny, you kids Vinny I know you up on them. Yeah. I'm, I'm oh. A little under a year. I've been checking out. Yeah. Fucking it's, amazing. It's crazy because they, I don't know. It's kind of like they figured out the um. The way to use the, the internet in such a crooked way, because like when I first heard them, I figured that they just just came out because the shit had went viral and they had projects that been out for a minute. But I think they figured out how to use um, you know the the podcast scene and the radio scene to their advantage, get their shit out there in a way that their music wasn't already, and which was smart as shit. Man, I'm telling you, I DM them too and shit. And I was like, yo, pardon me for sleeping on y'all. And it was like, man, thank you. We appreciate it or whatever. It was like, man, I didn't even know y'all was. I was like, is this true that y'all are Razzcaz's kids or whatever? It was like, yep. And I was like, holy shit. So I don't know. I'm, I'm going to keep, I'm going to stay in touch with them cats. Yeah, man, it's good on the show, man. Yeah. Yeah, it's a lot of good hip hop out there. Yeah. But unfortunately, it's getting overshadowed by the nonsense. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I got this. I got this. I'm drilling, killing, drilling, killing, drilling. Yeah, but that, that, that keeps up the, that keeps up the numbers of. of Death and shit, man. Yeah, That's, yeah. Uh, but, but then when you stop doing it, you know, you realize like, oh, I don't gotta do this shit to sell numbers. Nah. No. There's there's a whole there's a whole underground well I mean, underground non algorithmic let's say non algorithmic now because it really is no such thing as underground it's just you if you haven't heard it you just haven't heard it so let's just say if the algorithm doesn't pick it up so let's just say non algorithmic music is the new underground you know what I mean shit oh. that's all it is because. 
like you would have to find a, a Vinny Paz. You would have to find a term or easy money or um yeah, and think about it, that like that literally is Freddy, the way you would still have to look for a Freddy. But Cur- that's literally the way that if he was on, you know, Vinny Paz and, and under you know, what we think of as underground artists and that's what you were listening for, that would be the type of shit that they recommend for you. But if you on future and and NBA young boy that they're just gonna recommend to you Blueface and Roddy Rich and all this all those, you know, auto tune rappers are sounding it's similar. Stally. Stally, too. Stally's another one. But Currency, I think he's... That motherfucker got a fucking Rolls Royce truck, a fucking uh, uh, Rolls Royce coupe, a bunch of different old school cars, Jet Life clothing. The, he had Diamond Supply collabs. Yeah. So did Term, actually, with the Good Day Gang shit. Shout out to them. Um, <clears throat> and so did um, Andy coming out with a whole album produced by Jermaine Dupri now. Who? Currency. They've oh, been in the lab nonstop. Oh, no, fucking um, no, niggas just Jermaine. I don't know why they just. Uh, he was the original king of the south. He, I'm not gonna. He was the mayor. He no, was the mayor. I'm, that's I'm, what he called I'm, himself, I'm, the I'm mayor of what, Atlanta. People are shallow. That's why. No, I'm gonna tell you what kills Jermaine, in my opinion, because I know. I, I know what you're gonna say. Go ahead. It's just there it was the lack of originality, but it was never a question of his talent. See, in other words, when this like Snoop comes, then you bring these guys to sound like Snoop. Naughty by nature, you had the guy sound like Naughty by nature. Like you never had that original, original sound. But the sound was always good. Obviously, you did something because you sold millions of records. Uh, at 18 years old, he he goes down in history as the youngest record executive to sell before he turned 20. Have an eight million album selling it, project. It's, it's just a matter of like I just don't think he ever had that. Even like with the brat, you bought the brat out, but she was she was like Snoop, a female it's, Snoop. Yeah. Crisscross was basically Naughty by nature. Yeah, and a, and a tad of Snoop. So. But that's and then Bow Wow was a little miniature Snoop, but exactly. he was originally from that camp yeah, too. Yeah, but, but. but yeah, just I think if he would have had some original, original shit, even like when Jay Z came out, money ain't a thing. So now you went from this, but now you're trying to compete with Jay Z as far as the hustler type of thing. When you have no backline in that, you was a dancer. Well, no, but but when you think about that song too, though, he was literally just talking about the flossing thing, which no, he no, could have. No. Well, but he he, but, got, he has the money. Yeah, but he, but was he trying introduced to do the, the South to Jay too, because yeah. back then they, they was they, yeah, he but, said even executives was like, well, who the fuck is Jay Z? Why are you putting him on your song? But he knew you know Jay Z I mean? because yes. of the street side, and he wanted and he that came up glamour. to New York a lot. Yeah. yeah, he wanted that. You know, he wanted that. Wasn't because you know his father was was in the music business. He was born Michael in the music Martin. business. Michael Martin. Michael Martin. Yeah, from from Cameo. That's where he's from. Yeah, his father was managed Cameo. He the whole Larry Blackman and all them dudes. He, he's been born. In I this didn't know that. Shit. Did you know that, Benny? Uh-uh. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? We learn something new every day. Shit. Yeah, he's been born in a minute. Different name. He was Pop Lock and Houdini and all of them. Yes, I remember So that. he's been around music his whole life. Yep. He's not a dude that's going to have no stories about y'all was poor. He was never poor. Yeah, no. I remember the story he had of uh, him having um, Left Eye left eye living in his basement when she came down from Philly. She had nowhere to stay. So they were, like, making records and coming up with, like, trying to be creative and shit. And he was... She was staying in his closet, but his closet was not your average closet because he's he was, well he, he was already well off. So his closet was the size of like a <laughs> what do you call them efficiency? His so he was, just had he had a bed in his closet and left eye staying there and shit. It was left eye's idea to do the crisscross thing. That's what they was coming up with the whole shit, like wearing the shit backwards and everything. Yeah, because his first group was this shit called Silk Times Leather. Yeah, some chicks. Yeah, and shit and. He had to get convinced to do the brat because he was like, I'm not working with female artists like that. Female rappers. Shit. Mm. Uh, uh, uh. Nice. Anyways. 
Yeah, me so. and Vinny then. Me and Vinny, I wanted, I got to pick his brain about a couple of these these TV shows. I got to pick his brain about Avatar, the DCU shit, well, Last to, of Us. I know, I know. Our listeners fed well, but please send in your suggestion. I want to talk about whiteness in hip hop. <laughs> no, I'm dead ass serious because I, I think sometimes, like a lot of people jump on Eminem, and I can't, I hate to keep using them, but he's the biggest. He's 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 never once said like he even says it. he the beauty of Eminem when he says. The reason why I got so much fans is because I'm white. There's no secret. Yeah. But he's saying... He but, says it in record. He yeah. never really comes out and says it like but, interview but, style. But, but listen, like I'm a real hip-hop dude. Yes, he is. He is a student of hip-hop. He's a teacher of hip-hop. And I think he just doesn't get the justice he desires because he is white. Same thing they when, when, when third base was out. It, it wasn't a gimmick. It wasn't a gimmick. I think because of the Beastie Boys situation, which also wasn't a gimmick. They just liked the hip-hop. All they did is say we was a punk band. And we kind of converted it into a hip hop format, and then end up going back to their punk format. Yeah, he's a student of the game. I think that's why he's respected by so many of his peers. Yes. So, despite what a lot of people who you know are just regular hip hop fans have to say about him, and you know, and not against that, like everything ain't for everybody. But and when it comes to like his peers, I mean, it, you're really hard pressed to find any of his peers that got anything to say with him. Say about him, like a lot of people like to say, "Oh, who is he beef with?" Well. Not many people have had problem with him. He's not a problematic rapper. He don't fuck with people. Yeah, that's all it is. Yeah, he stays in his in his bubble and shit. I've had my critiques of him back in the days. You know, even even on this podcast, I've had a couple. But you know, right. but, over, but with the overall scope of him, though, is he like he said? Like he said on that acceptance speech. I said it last week. I'm gonna say it again. He was all like, "Hey, man, I'm a, I'm a high school dropout with a degree in hip hop." I mean, yeah. who could debate that? I mean, the motherfucker could probably quote more Fat Boys rhymes than the Fat Boys themselves, whichever ones are living. You know, one, yeah, that's a fitness instructor. Yeah, he's no Def longer Jeff, fat. Yeah, Def, he could quote more Def Jeff rhymes. He was the only person I ever heard like quoting Def Jeff and always bringing Def Jeff up. I was like, damn, you know right. what I mean? now that's amazing right there. Yeah, Def Jeff. I was like, okay, yeah, you I know, know. from the Bronx too. Is he? Look at that. That, 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 that That's when the they had the migration track. of a bunch of New Yorkers going to the West Coast. Uh, one Everlast going to the West Coast. Yeah. What about Mugs? Is Mugs originally from out there? Going to the West Coast. Mugs is from fucking Queens. <laughs> Mugs is Colombian. Really? He's Colombian and Irish or some shit like that. Oh, shit. Going I know Everlast is because he keeps saying that shit. The Irish Island. The Irish Island. Yeah. Everlast. <laughs> and he's another one got stuff. Do you remember? He was discovered by Ice, Ice T. Those guys when he was part yeah, of the he syndicate. He was part of the syndicate. Yeah, that's when he had the ponytail and he was fly, the fly white guy. You know, you can. And then he yeah. come back with the. I said, I, said, I, said, I said, oh, I know this guy. I knew the voice. Yeah. So I know this guy. He's another hip hopper too. Hip hop dude. And then he popped off doing that Whitey Ford shit. And though. it worked. That's what yeah. I'm saying. I'm not mad at you. You already had your. You had your run of hip hop. Let me try to do something different. No different from Beck. Look at the success Beck had. Yeah. Remember Beck? Yeah. Like, you know, he, you can't watch a movie now and that scene. Musical supervisor, musical production back. Mm, yeah. <laughs> All right, people. Y'all be good. This is next week. Um, <laughs> please send your uh, comments, thoughts, questions. I love to yeah, answer I some questions. Yeah. And if you want to get on our show and debate with us, please feel free. Absolutely. Just again, remember respect. Be able to agree to disagree. And keep it cool. I don't care if you curse. I don't give a fuck. Nobody curses more than me. Exactly. But we don't want it to the point where I got to go knock on your fucking door. Yeah. <laughs> Be respectful. That's Shit. All. all right, people. So all right, Doc. All right. All right. So, Vin Rock, we have a lot of uh, 
things to uh, debate. I got a question. No. What happened? I got a question on one thing, though. I ain't seen Avatar. You haven't seen Avatar? Yeah, so I'm, 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 I'm ready for any other topic that you want to jump on. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, then, nah, then let's just go down the list. You, you, uh, The Last of Us and shit. Have you played the game, too, by the way? Let me ask you. Both of them. Okay. So there's two games. So you know yeah. more than me. So, so how, please, how, uh, how accurate is the um the uh series adaptation to it because from what like i always watch you know how at the end of every episode they put like inside the episode and shit yeah to hear them tell it they pretty much follow script is that accurate if um you want to compare material in a video game to a on property you will have to look a million miles to find anything as close to is uh the no, pulled off here. It's 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 really spot on. For the most part, they've added some shit to fill in some gaps, and they've made like little tweaks so that way it's not verbatim. But you're for you know game, video game heads who are fans of the game, it's like watching the shit. Um, to the point where there are some people who, um, a very 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 few, but you know who say like I wish they switched up more because. Uh, I've already played the game, you know what I mean? But to most people, they love that they're seeing what they played, scenes from the game, just like right there on the screen. Like, obviously, there's some differences. There's some, despite, you know, changes for, for you know, obvious reasons because there's certain things you can do. Like, for instance, uh, are we talking spoilers or not? Um, yeah, spoiler alert. So right now at the 41 mark, go ahead, uh, cover your ears if you haven't seen Last of Us. Uh, Last of Us. So, like, you know how last week when um, she was with the, the boy and, and the dad and they were pinned down and Joe was um, picking off the, um, you know, the QT, you know, bad guys coming after him? Yeah. That's right out of the game. But there Literally. wasn't. Yeah, but there wasn't a scene where one of the um, the big ass uh, clickers show up. Uh, you know, I forget what they call them. They have some name from like Boiler, you know. Brawler, the giant one, he didn't come yeah. in, and it was like daytime in the game as opposed to night. Like, but you could go on YouTube and put put in the kid's name and and like just watch that scene and like that whole end. Like you could just like you was watching it, watching him turn and everything. But Damn. they 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 switched it up. Yeah. So it's like they made minor changes, but it's very very. Like um, very close to the source material, and like um, I said, I said, I shed a thug tear for that kid. I I was all like, when I seen the boy holding the gun, and he was like, "What I do?" I was like, "Oh, come on, dude! Please don't kill yourself! Please don't kill yourself!" The like, wild thing is, when I was first playing the game back in the day, like because that game came out like 2013, that it that. was one of my favorite games of all time. Because usually, when you play a video game, at least for me anyway, I never really have like the same emotional attachment if for a video game character, like. If I'm playing Drake and Charter or something, I'm not really like that sweating the people that he's friends with in the game or whatever, them dying. You know, I don't really give a shit. I'm just playing the game and it's mm-hmm. fun. Mm-hmm. Not to think I'm watching a TV show or a movie, like worrying about if somebody's going to make it out of this predicament. You know what I mean? But like yeah. that yeah. game, though, it started off with uh, him carrying his daughter and then the, the military um, showing up and getting the order to like just take out everybody. That was right out of the game. And when you're playing it the first time, you're sitting there with the controller. And then, you know, like how when you play a video game and you got a cutscene and then it comes back to you and now it's your time to start 
Yeah. And you're sitting, you know, I need him in play right now. That shit was fucked up. Oh, that, shit. That, you know what I mean? So that's how the game is. It's super, super um, emotional and like story, story driven. And that's, that's, yeah. what makes, that's what makes it so dope. So there's some action that they've taken out. Like the last episode, when they get to the university, there's a whole bunch of shooting and, and action elements that they, they took out. But I feel like that episode didn't suffer from it because it's not a video game where you have to give the player something to do in between the, um, you know, emotion-driven beats. Like, mm. they can on that side of it, and it's, it's still fire. It's just like Game of Thrones. Like, everybody was such a dope actor and such great, like, you know, dialogue on, on that show. Like, there were shows where there wasn't no dragons or fighting, but True. Tyrion was ass off and you were fine. Hell yeah. That's, you know what I mean? So that's what this delivers. Got you. Got you. Yeah, man. Because a lot of that shit is highly, highly emotional. I was like, I got to play this game. <laughs> I was like, I got to download I, this I and go buy that shit. If, even if you have, like, got really into the show, don't feel like, oh, well, man, I was, I wanted to play that game, but there's no point now. Just watch the show. I still highly recommend play, playing the game because it's, oh, I it's, am. it's, it's different because it's a different one. It's, it's you playing it, making, you know, voices and decisions and shit so it's definitely one of the most fun uh and plus nowadays i really ever have time to game anymore and i'd say over the past 10 years there's like maybe i could count on one hand how many games i've sat down and spent the time to finish all the way through and two of them are last of us oh shit i'm uh sorry uh, yeah man that <laughs> That game, I didn't even know when they was started talking about it. I didn't even know that it was a game ad- adaptation and shit. And for, he's yeah. starting to, and Pedro Pascal is starting to become my favorite actor. Yeah, man. He, With he that, the fucking variety, the range, the emotion, all of that shit. Even, even that, uh, that clip, I think I sent it to y'all on Instagram when he was all like, uh, when he went in to read for the Mandalorian, he was like, well, who the hell am I going to be? And it was like, you're the Mandalorian. He started crying. I was like, yo, I yeah. felt him on that shit. I was yep. just like, holy shit. Imagine you, you going in there and saying that, you know what I mean? And it was like, no, you're the dude, you know what I mean? And he already has a knowledge of, of Star Wars and everything. Shit. Pedro Pascal will always have my respect because the big component of Mandalorian was keeping a fucking mask on and not needing FaceTime every five seconds. And a lot of Hollywood actors that would have got the job and pushed and, and used their power to put more scenes where he takes the mask off and it's kind of like Carl Urban with Dredd like he did an actor that was selfless enough to be like alright the story calls for this character to be somebody who don't take his fucking mask off so I gotta be cool with not having my face on every episode that's what I'm signing up for and it takes a it takes a you know it takes a good actor to fucking like you know stick to that because he stuck you know he stuck to what he was supposed to do so, yeah, yeah the, he's he's dope. He's the humility of it. Exactly, he's funny as shit. He's super charismatic. Yep, and uh, he even made eighty four seem good to a certain extent. I, I, <laughs> he was I'm, tolerable. I'm trying to pretend uh, that movie don't exist. And yeah, just say, <laughs> <laughs> I know. It's one I know. Of the worst things I've ever seen. So, uh, you know, that that nothing about that movie was his fault though. He was just doing what he he was supposed to do. So, yeah, true, true, true. But yeah, man, if everybody, if you, if you ain't up on Last of Us, man, boy, you don't know what you're missing. It, it, I'm sure there's probably very few people who 
or haven't at least heard of it because it's, it's like the talk of the town for the past few weeks. But true, true. I, it, 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 it lives up to the hype. Yeah, that and um, what's a, what's another joint? Everybody's like, some people are disappointed in it. I just want to see how it's going to play out. Is uh, you the first half of it? Like how they broke out into like five episodes now, and then five episodes in like two weeks. I, I thought it was some shit. I thought it was like a girl, like a uh, like a romance. No, I thought it was some. Um, um, I honestly don't know what it's about. I figured it was some kind of like fifty shades. So I never got into. It. That's, that's what I thought at first. Line, that's what I thought at first. Everybody on my timeline who talked about it was just, you know, women who usually post about, you know, solitary <laughs> shows. So yeah. I figured that's what it, type of shit it was. Nah, it, it ain't. It's it's about a psycho dude. It's all right. It's it's a uh, a love book reading version of Dexter. Put it that okay. way. Literally, with the time people up and you know feeling like you're justified in your brain and the whole um when he's walking he's talking to himself and you hear him talking to himself dialogue like Dexter kind of like that now now I understand why um many women love it women love serial killers yeah <laughs> yeah definitely definitely um what's another show I, oh yeah now nah, we got we got to get into the uh, even though Brucey e. B said he, he said he was gonna jump on but fuck it um and I'm pretty sure y'all covered it um probably last night um Ant-Man we all went 40 deep well we wasn't 40 we was all uh, no nah, more like 14 no 20 something yeah. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, because everybody was still. It's always it. It never fails. Every time I post a picture like that and I say out with the squad, everybody was like, "Oh shit, we should have went." You know what I mean? All the comments start flooding, flooding, uh, yep. and the likes start jumping in. And it's like, yo, y'all know when these shits come out. You you're stupid if you don't think we gonna, you know, go as a crew the night before. So yeah, we we laugh about that too because there's a lot of times like, oh, why don't y'all? It ain't like it's a secret. It's, it's not like a secret clubhouse. We have the theater. It's public. Just show up. Exactly. Exactly. Shit. Um, but yeah, as far as Ant-Man, the, the main thing um, after seeing it in its full, you know what I mean? I'm not too uh, keen on Kang the Conqueror and Shay, though Jonathan Majors is slowly becoming one of my favorites too. Um, what I did notice is about that movie is it gave me a Star Wars vibe because it wasn't dealing with like you know earth or nothing like that it was dealing with like a mystical like more like a fantasy place and a lot of the like scenes with the technology and everything it gave me like a phantom menace you know attack of the clones type feel to it yeah the aesthetic of it you know what i mean um as far as like kang and shit being like as ill as he is i've never really seen any like um cartoons or nothing with him in it and i'm i'm not too um like i said i'm not too familiar with him so i thought jonathan majors playing him and just him being this calm dude i was like that makes sense because if he's been around since the dawn of time and he's the end all be all of it of course he's just gonna be like have i killed you before been there done that yeah exactly exactly shit um, that's what that's kind of what I, what I drew away from. I I seen a lot of people though saying that that it was it was whack, but like I said, like I always tell you guys too, I look at it just for what it is. It's an entertaining yeah. movie, you know, to continue a storyline and shit. And to me, it was good. I I still think I still think Kang though, for as strong as y'all have been telling me that he is, I think they should have they shouldn't have let Ant Man get a, that many hits off, even though he did beat the shit out of Ant Man. But right. 
I, I still think I think they're 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 taming him on purpose to show how strong he could really be in the upcoming movies or whatever. Because to make Loki shit his pants when he's seen him even in the in the throwback, like at the end of spoiler alert, uh, in, in the uh, last scene, he was like, oh, shit, it's him. He was like, why are you saying it like that? You act like he's some fucking super something. He don't look harmless. He was like, no, it's him. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? But the, I like the fact that they made him black. I, I'm definitely call me biased or whatever. I'm happy at that. That's that's my little take on it and shit. What you what you drew from it, Vin? Alright, so as as a comic head, it's one of those things where sometimes you gotta go into movies as a comic head thinking outside the box of what you wanna see and think about the decisions that they may, might be making for like the general audience. And I feel like mm-hmm. um, there's times in which they for us and there's times in which they do shit for everybody and it's really frustrating when they do the for everybody shit and <clears throat> what I mean by that is uh, they introduced Thanos like they were introducing him for us and, and by mm-hmm. that I mean when they were building up to Thanos I always said that uh, the second we see him he has to merc Iron Man or Thor or Hulk to show the general audience He's not to be fucked with. Like this is how serious he is. So that way, when when he shows up, you know how big a deal it is that he's not just like one of the regular Marvel villains. That he like he's him. Yeah. And and Kang in a different way on that level. Like uh, his power set is insane. His 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 feats, the things that he's done over the course of comics is is crazy. He's He's been in so many big stories and stuff like that, and his power set and his abilities are, are like unbelievably amazing. And there's going to be the next Avengers film called Avengers Kang Dynasty. So to me, I'm watching that movie going, okay, they're not going to give us the whole spread because they're set, they they want to set up some shit for the next movie. However, they could have let him get off way more shit in this one to drive home to the regular people yeah. who don't know much about not even just comics but cartoons and, and movies and shit like that because if I'm just a regular dude that my son or my you know my friend just drove me to the movies I'm going to see this and I'm like okay I don't know much about these guys but let's see what's up I'm watching this movie and I'm like okay cool they beat them alright and then a couple years down the line we go to see Avengers and it's called the Kang Dynasty I'm gonna be like wait you mean the dude who got beat by the end that's how a, yeah. how is the Avengers gonna have a problem with how Thor gonna have a problem with the dude who got beat by Ant-Man and that is why like <laughs> Ant-Man is the most family friendly of the of the you know Marvel lexicon so I didn't expect him to come in there and just like kill Ant-Man and Wasp and just like <laughs> leave the movie like Infinity War ended on some Power Strikes Back shit mm-hmm. but killed Henry like his Michael Douglas old ass how many more movies is he gonna be to build up by killing his ass and you could have had Kane not you know you could have had Kane it would have made all the sense in the world for maybe you know like at least make you know walk live but you couldn't you couldn't stop him. that yeah. would have been no, no harm no foul there because this is a dude who even in the movie, he tells you that he's killed Avengers before. Like it's nothing. Like, uh, like he didn't even re- know who he was. It's like I've 
he's lived in millions of different lifetimes and it's like you people are nothing like yeah that's his whole point however it's a storytelling decision and yeah he didn't have access to um his full set of powers because that's the whole point he was trapped in the quantum zone so his suit and his chair is supposed to be able to travel like for instance like this is the type of dude where <clears throat> if, if he's fighting you and you pull out a gun and shoot him he could go back in time and take all the bullets out of your gun and then go back and then when you go to shoot like five minutes ago you don't know that he went back in time and took your bullets or if he's you know fighting you in the civil war and you went and shot him he could go to the future and come back with a teflon vest and you have no idea what that thing even is yeah like, he can go <laughs> to any point of time and get whatever tech he needs to defeat you and his suit has the ability to do all types of different shit that has technology like that he can use telekinesis he can he has force fields he can like just so more than just them rays that he was shooting out and more than those uh those blades that he was like sitting on at those little uh uh, the level things and everything you know how when we first met wanda maximoff all she was really doing was like throwing cars around with her telekinesis yeah but but now he can alter reality but just thinking of some he can just turn mr fantastic into spaghetti just by thinking about it right Yes. Well, imagine in a comic book head watching Wanda just throw cars around wondering why the fuck isn't she doing all her comic book shit. That's what it was like for a comic book head watching Kang in this movie because mm. you know so much more. Yeah, but... And you have to be patient because the way that comic book writers in Hollywood think is you have to start yeah. them off and then have them get stronger and build up their power instead of just showing you how powerful they are in the comics on day one. Which is frustrating because some characters are that strong in the comics from day one. They just come up with interesting stories by adding more tougher villains as they go. But mm. well, wouldn't also, you? Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. And they also might switch up how his power scales. Like it might be instead of that king himself gets stronger, they might make it where you're fighting more than one king. Is why the the threat will be more. Uh, of a big deal in the future in in the Avengers movie because we've seen yeah. the council at the end, yes. which is frustrating to me because Why? that's like one of the stories out of men in which we see a bunch of characters have you know work you know working together and against each other, but primarily in the comics we see one Kang who is in different you know going through different timelines to to, to fuck with the Avengers, but you know what he needs to win, but in the comics that is a constant that there are other Kangs. Sometimes they fuck with each other because uh, a sheer boredom <laughs> because they've been around so long. Ego. Yeah. It's just different. There's different multiverses or different Kangs. So it gets convoluted. So it's frustrating because like the same dude who wrote this is going to be writing the event. And I just hope that they held back. Not that they don't really understand the character. Oh, yeah. No, I'm pretty sure they know exactly what they're doing. But the, when I wanted to uh, bring up, though, when you said the point of why is Wanda just throwing cards around telekinesis when she has all this power. But in that particular story, though, wasn't she just like kind of like new to it? She was still trying to figure out who she was. Um, is that why? Yeah. You know, the, I, I mean, that's what I would chalk it up to me being, uh, you know. Uh, yeah, but in the comics, she, she just she's a mutant and she's just born with that power. 
and yeah. in Hollywood, they made it where she had that power, but she just didn't know it. Like nothing happened to her for her to have reality warping magic. A vision died, and she had a uh, you know mental anguish, and then she just accidentally tapped into her chaos magic. She didn't, but she had that the whole time. She could have. Okay. She could have turned Thanos to spaghetti like she did. Um, Reed Richards. Hmm. She just didn't know she could. And she didn't have the rage in her. She didn't. It's not even. She was raging in that movie. She just didn't know that she could do it. It's like she didn't. She just had a mental breakdown and and like whatever subconscious walls to access that were up and without her knowing. Hmm. But in the comic like that, the comics she just she has chaos magic, so she didn't have. The only thing that happens differently in the comics is she loses control of that chaos magic, and then the House of M storyline wipes out all the mutant con except for like a hundred of them. Oh shit! Yeah, that's that'd be why. That that was the House of M story that they had Easter eggs for in WandaVision because that was telling the combo kids at home, look, it's where we're going with this. Cause Got that's you. Chaos magic. So when you so all right, so when you started seeing that, that that did that give you like a ah, oh, thank you, they're gonna stick to that part. From episode one, I was House of M. All right, they gave you the sigh of relief. That's good. Um, can I ask you something? Now yep. that I know it opened the door for it, now that he like they like in um um what's the name of madness? Uh, uh Doctor Strange uh what was the name of it? Something of madness, uh Multiverse of Madness. Yeah, and Multiverse of Madness, they already hinted at Professor Xavier and shit. And then with Namor saying that he's a mutant and shit, is that like kind of like opening up the whole can of worms slowly but surely? And then with the timelines being all funky, you think? There was two of it. Um, Kamala Khan said it in Miss Marvel show. I don't know if you watched Miss Marvel, but. I got got two episodes in it. It was kind of like cheesy. um, I enjoyed it, but I could definitely see how it. You know, it, it. Yeah, I can definitely see it not being for everybody. But at the end of that, um, in the comics, she's an, an inhuman. And but the writer in the comics initially wanted to make her a mutant, but the editors wanted them to switch it up and make her an inhuman instead because they needed more cool ones. Got so it. they made an inhuman instead. So in the TV show, they switched it back to her being a mutant. So like, uh, and then they had the little. X-Men uh, animated series guitar riff you know that yeah I seen that little piece like in the a YouTube second. video they, right they played like a little second of it so that was the first like little wink wink nuts nuts to the fans that the mutants are coming and then they dropped the you know the word mutant again and having Namor say it because Namor is the first <clears throat> Namor is the first mutant in, in comics hmm you know that I did not know Yes. Now he's the first Namor, mutant. Period. Like 1940 or something in Marvel comics. So he was around for, you know, uh, like 24 years or some 20 20 some years before we found out that 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 he was a mutant. But when the, the X Men came out and they met with Namor, like they dropped it in that comic that he was a mutant. So they didn't announce it until the 60s. But he's been around for 40s and then he said. You know, and they put two and two together that like, oh, shit. Xavier was like, yo, you're a mutant. And it was like, oh, shit. So that makes him the first because that comic has been around since damn near right around the time Superman came out. Got it. 
Got it. Yeah. And then another so, thing too. Are they gonna? Comment. Oh. Are, yeah. Say that again. Mutants are coming. It's just they're waiting till they get all this other shit that they were already working on before they got the Fox buyout to yeah. get done with before they bring them in instead of trying to force it in. Got you. Got you. Now and and then as far as Namor now and you know Kulukang and all that stuff. Where yeah. do you see that going anywhere in the MCU? Fantastic Four. Okay, because they're... Namor has more history with Fantastic Four than Black Panther. His Black Panther um, time has been like the past decade or so. They've been as as like the definition of on-site, Black Panther and Namor. So like they hate each other in for like a decade <laughs> now. And it's, it's tough because everybody wanted to see T'Challa and Namor go at it. Not Shuri, but it is what it is. But he yeah. has tons with Namor, but he his first real, like, <clears throat> um, major ongoing, you know, connection in Marvel Universe has been Fantastic Four and the Defenders. The Defenders is almost an impossibility to ever happen as, as a a movie or a TV show so much so that they did it a different team altogether because there's a team called the defenders that's Namor, Dr. Strange, Hulk, and Silver Surfer. I don't see them ever putting that as a team in MCU. Hell but no. That don't even exactly, sound right. It, it don't, it don't feel right. It sounds, colorful. Really they, it sounds colorful though. Yeah. The comic is cool, but it's like, it's not, <laughs> it's not something that's going to happen to MCU in my opinion, but he has a history with Fantastic Four. So yeah. I feel like that might be the next time which we see them uh, bring him back. He might do some shit with Fantastic Four because he has some history with Doctor Doom and Fantastic Four. And, okay. you, know, you know, so I could see them doing that more. And I feel like it's going to be a long-ass time before we even see another Black Panther movie. So yeah, uh, we'll see. I mean, they might bring him back for a secret word because that film will, uh, that's going to be a, a, a planetary event where it affects everybody. And then I'm, I'm thinking like for Secret Wars too, though, from what I was reading or from the YouTube videos I was watching, because you don't really got to read shit no more. All you got to do is go to one of them review screen junkie, whatever the fucks, and, and they'll review two, it for you. There's two major Secret Wars storylines. And the second one, the one that came out in the 2010s was written by Hickman. And, and that storyline, the basic premise is that each neighboring universe is having like collapsing towards each other. So each like each universe has to decide if they're going to both be destroyed or if one is going to destroy the other so that way at least one can live and mm. Illuminati formed to deal with this like we see the Illuminati in Multiverse of Madness yes, but yes. they deal with this and their their uh, solution was rebuild uh, a universe bomb that would destroy everything in the universe and the first thing they did when they went to the universe was go to set it off and nobody had the balls to pull it off and then Namor was like, <laughs> Namor, but Namor don't give a fuck. Namor is, mis- like, the king of don't give a fuck is Namor. And Namor was like, oh, I got this click. And Namor was like, yo! Because that's like, like they, could ha- they didn't have the heart to do it. And Namor didn't give a fuck. And then they didn't want to do it no more. And so Namor went to Thanos and was like, yo, I, uh, me and these clowns figured out what to do, but they too soft. Let's go fuck up some shit. And Thanos ordered <laughs> that. And Thanos was more than happy, and they just went around like murdering, pillaging, fucking everybody up, and then blowing them up. Fun afterwards. Damn! Talk about ruthless, Jesus Christ! Yes. Damn. But all right, 
I wanted. Damn, that was a lot to take in right there. Um, <laughs> yeah, it was. It was, but I, I'm just hoping that though with this story, like that. So the Kang Dynasty, though, when you hear that, when you hear Avengers, that's one thing. When you hear Kang Dynasty, I'm thinking of that room with all the different Kangs in a rumble. That's what I'm thinking. But that's not really what it is, is it? And well, no, that's yeah, that's where I'm at with it. Like that, that part, I was like, okay, I've seen the comic version of that room with all of them in like one big stadium and everything. What and, that, what that showed me was they're not going to have one in particular Kang be as powerful as the Kang from the comics. They're going to make it where the challenge for the Avengers is fighting multiple versions of Kang at once. Yeah. But see, doesn't but that kind of like dumb down his power? Yeah, that's why I'm so. That's why a lot of us are frustrated. Okay, yeah, because it'll be like, all right, so you have the black man now be the ultimate strong dude instead of it being just one dude dolo like Thanos yeah. was. You're gonna make a million man march of exactly. <laughs> yes. He has to soup y'all. That's how them animals do it. Like, it's like yeah, comic <laughs> group. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh. Why is it always them? Why is it always them? Yes, <laughs> it's them. It can't just be him. <laughs> You know by what I mean? Man. Like it, it was. It's like the the way to use him was rewritten by a pen live message board. Exactly. <laughs> Indeed, man. That's what I was like. Yeah, but he's that dude. And then it was right. like, no, he's those dudes, all of them. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I can't wait for uh for for Loki season two to come back out now. When people see Kang, though, you would have to be up on. You would have to have been familiar and seen all of Loki season one to even know who Kang is. I mean, because they you, they just threw him in there like based off a TV show. If you ha- yeah. if you wasn't up on Disney Plus like that, and you're seeing Ant Man and the Wasp, and then you're seeing this dude, and it was like, who the fuck is he? Yeah, but I feel like if you, I feel like the movie explained who he was enough, and I feel like if you watch Loki, you just got more of a background because basically what happened was. There was no Council of Council of Kings before the end of Loki. Like that's only possible because he was murdered at the end. Because Kang hmm. knew that he was that fucking horrible to go and abuse that power by making all a bunch of different versions of himself and gaining all that power. So he created a to control timelines that caused Kang to get that wild and out of control mm. Loki uh, what the chick Loki uh, so- Sophie or Sophia whatever her mm-hmm. name was right he told her like look I'm, ty- I'm tired I've been around for thousands of years and I've been keeping y'all alive because of this uh, you know TVA that I've created controlled the timeline he looked at it it was like the government like the government like saying like you can't have this no, they're op- you know response to that was to rebel and, and fuck it all up but mm-hmm. he was like look I'm keeping y'all from other me's fucking y'all up and they killed him and then the TVA went away and now that is why you were able to have Doctor Strange's spell not work and open the rift to multiverse like Doctor Strange wasn't competent that spell only did that in no way home because he didn't know that there was a multiverse because there never was in his timeline because Kang had stopped it mm. so they so kind of ripped it open right there and in that so Kang dying in the end of Loki caused the, uh, the ability for there to be a multiverse 
because he was keeping the multiverse in check and inaccessible and in a single timeline. But with Kang dead and the uh, TVA gone, there was no time police. Basically, there was no mm, more time. Yeah. So with the time police gone. Now the ability for all these different versions of Kang has resulted in that the ability gotcha. for Doctor Strange and Wanda to traverse different multiverses is open. The ability for America Chavez to go to between multiverses. I was all about that to shit ask you about her. All that shit wasn't possible before. That's why Doctor Strange thought the multiverse was just like going to the dark dimension and the mirror dimension, but not other entire girls. Yeah. Okay. Okay, that explained a lot to me just now, and I'm trying to process it all in real time and shit. Because I had a question about him too. Like, damn, I just drew a whole blank. I just drew a whole blank on Kang, and like, yeah, like, oh, that's what I was gonna say. There it is. It came back to me. I hope because they didn't make him seem as strong as uh, Thanos in in Ant Man and the Wasp. I hope yeah. that they have some type of flashback scene where they show him merc everybody. I really it do hope that. That to be something that they did in Ant Man. Like if you had a scene where if you just you show a backstory, right? Like when she touched, showed him. Yes, they could have showed him in another. Like all right, they could have showed him in another timeline with a broke, you know, Cat America's shield on the floor and Iron Man's head and, you know, a mask yes. or whatever. Thor's Yonir just by his throne and just like, you know, there's, it would have been really easy to do to say, okay, this dude is, is capable of that even if he doesn't do it in this movie. It, it would have drove home just how dangerous and potential of a threat he is. Instead of just saying, oh, I've killed other Avengers before. Yeah. Just, it's kind of like uh, with Thor, where with like Gore the God Butcher is like, he's killed all these gods, but you don't see him do any of that on screen. He just yeah. talks that shit. But yeah. in the comics, he can fuck everybody up. Yep. So it was like, it's like, you, you can't, you can't count on people to just go by what uh, a villain talking shit. You got to show them. Absolutely. And that's why I was saying like when she, cause it, that just hit me now. Now when we was talking about it, like when she touched that, uh, the, the spear and you notice they just showed him just slaughtering bunch of like innocent people. They didn't show him like slaughtering like armies and shit. So why do they got to make the black dude slaughtering all poor people and shit? You know what I mean? Like they should have, what they should have done was like, oh, let him slaughter whole villains and let him, um, let him beat up whole Avengers and stuff. Just for the simple fact that he said, "Have I killed you before?" They should have leaned into that a little bit more in that particular scene, like for a flashback. You know what I mean? When she, when she touched that chair, she should have seen him, you know, standing over Thor, standing over. You know, Hulk, like a whole bunch of, maybe not Hulk because they did that with Thanos, but she should have seen him dominant over all types of heroes. Even though who she was at that time, she wouldn't have known who those people were because Avengers, because this was yeah, she 60s. was in the quantum realm for that all that time. Yeah. Right. But that, that would have made so much sense. And they could have had, it's just like with Multiverse of Madness, they could have had him standing over a Thor who wasn't Chris Hemsworth or uh, Iron Man wasn't Tony. And it True. Had, like, to, to drive home that he's you know been there done that it's no big deal and I, I don't know it's one of those things where it's like it's hard to tell where they're going but I have some faith because I know like what and who he is in the comics and, yeah. and like you know us telling you and just assuming like alright he's gotta be 
dope in the comics, at least if you see it in the movie. But yeah, the average fan might just think that this is just some one and done villain. So mm-hmm. why is what is the hype about? Like, and me, why are you naming an Avengers movie after him? Yeah, yeah. Like, what? Why? Why? Yeah, just I don't know. It's tough because that's yeah. Like you said, like you got a brother as a villain, and you got him getting beat by some ants. It's like, come on, bro. Yeah, but I but is that part true to the comics though? In the comic books, did ants kill him in one of him in any of those? In any of them? No, of course not. Oh, see, then yeah, then that was some bullshit. And then the whole the little slick dick jokes in there and everything, and and then uh, Modoc. Most of my comments about the movie have been just about how they handle Kang. As far as the rest of it, it's an Ant Man movie, so it's not like Thor, who in the comics is always super serious and shit. Yeah, and into a comedy, Ant Man, uh, like Hank Pym is never like you know jokey jokey, but Scott Lang, it's like there's no like real. You know, definitive. You know, concept of Scott Lang when you think of of him. So I didn't mind the Ant Man franchise being, you know, a little bit sillier, more for kids. That that was fine to me. So this one having more, you know, having just shit was fine. But it's just this had the opportunity to be to Ant Man what Civil War was to Captain America, where Civil War was like such a huge story for a Captain America. It felt like. Avengers light, like because there was so much shit going on. It debuted mm-hmm. huge black people. He was taking on, you know, you had two, two huge teams fighting, you know, what I mean? and they could have done, you know, a bigger story for this movie than they did to really drive home why uh, Kang is serving to have a fucking Avengers movie named after him. Yeah. Well, yeah. Let's just hope. Let's it, just hope. Well, go ahead. That's the thing. Because I feel like. Bob- Say that again? Oh shit. Looks like we lost Dunn. Sorry about that, folks. Um, yeah, I'm just hoping that with Kang, I hope that they get back to what they were. There we go. There we go. Yo. You hear me? Yeah, your shit died. <laughs> Something. Oh, what? There we go. Now I can hear you. Alright. Yeah, I just, you know, big picture thing. I'm sure it'll work itself out. That's what I'm short, saying. In short term, it's just a little frustrating. Hopefully, people enjoyed the movie and was just like, okay, there's a whole bunch of them. We'll see what happens. Yeah. You know? Yeah, that's where I kind of was getting at because I was just like, I, <clears throat> you wasn't sitting next to me this time because usually I'll sit next to you and I'll get I'll get cues from you or something and shit. But I was all like, he's stronger than this. That's the main thing I was getting from this. Like, I know he has that huge army and everything. And when he finally decided to step down and handle business himself. I thought he would have just killed all them rebels at one shot. Like he could have, right? It have. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like just to make it havoc. But then when you have to think of Ant-Man and the Wasp and it's more like a kid, kiddish kind of, you know, it's more of a kid thing and that's fine, but it's, uh, it's just really frustrating. And then like you, you could take things away from him. Like he's stuck in the corner. It doesn't have a, access to the timeline to be able to bounce around time to fuck with them because you have the edge of tomorrow with Tom Cruise where like he he bit like lived a life over and over like Groundhog Day and shit so like, yeah. like he's able to dodge punch because he, he's seen you try to do it a day for the past you know how many years so it's like he can do all that shit and he wasn't able you know he has so many different powers and I'm just hoping that it's alright the next time we see him he'll be obviously much more of a bigger batter. So I really also thought that we'd see the power core once he got kind of like sat in it and blown up. 
that it would just infuse in the suit, and then that would be how he was able to escape. I thought that's where they were going to go with it, but they didn't, which it would have been, you know, kind of silly, but no more silly than, like, half the superhero origins anyway. So yeah. That it you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But well, it is what it is. It was it was a fun movie. It's nowhere near as bad as people are saying. My my reservations with it are only because of being a comic book head. If I was, you know, for, like, most people who don't know either way, just have fun with it. I feel like yeah. uh, the general audience doing it a lot more than the critics and I think the critics are just biased because they're tired of reviewing Super true I mean good point good point because yeah man and a local hopefully Loki season 2 will show how sinister and how diabolical Kang really really is yeah you know what I mean I'm really hoping they get into that and I um I was watching a YouTube video the other day and they were all like uh, top 10 villains that are way more powerful than Thanos ever was and um, they had to do it uh, with the sword uh, Christian Bale's character in Thor they had him up there they had Galactus Mephisto they had um, this alien that I never seen that it was it was the original symbiote that got venom and he had like a swirl oh, no. in his eyes huh oh no K-N-U-L yeah. yes him they had all of these that were way stronger than Thanos and Kang was one of them too that was really hurt because Sony wants to do a, a no movie and they have no idea what they're doing. And they just did a carnage movie where he got like beat one fight with, with Venom when he should have kicked Venom's ass. So it's really no confidence on them handling no correctly. Oh shit. So they also, oh, they're leaning no, towards that. They, they want to do no for the third Venom movie and the ridiculousness of it is it took basically half the Marvel universe fucking no to beat, and they're gonna have probably just have Venom fighting one on one. Oh my god! No, no, is like the originator of the symbiotes, but he's a celestial. He's like a glass level. Yeah. See that so like Venom versus the glass. How ridiculous that would be. Yeah, and then and then I'm wondering was Eternals like its own contained movie? Even though they did no. kind of hint at Eternals is going to wind up being important because they're going to switch it up. They might even. <sighs> There's going to be an Eternals too, and even though it wasn't well received, there's going to be, they're going to need to be an Eternals too because that sets up a lot of stuff that, um, for other properties that, as a springboard more so than what it appears to be. For instance, uh, in the comics a few years ago, Loki revealed that one of the reasons why there's so many superheroes and villains on Earth is because in ancient times a celestial died on Earth. And it's in the, his blood has seeped to the core of the planet over years. So they basically made it like some Chernobyl shit. Mm. So, it, so infected think, it infected it for generations to generations and generations. So that's what they Got might it. wind up with the celestial that is stuck in the ocean. They might have it where his blood infects the earth and that's how we're going to get mutants. Mm. And at the very end to... Um, uh, Assumption. I don't know if that's what they're doing. Okay, okay. And at the very end, they they hinted at Blade, right? Yeah, because Blade and Eternals goes hand in hand. That's sarcasm. They don't at all. But uh, <laughs> I, guess, <laughs> I don't know why the fuck they put Blade in that movie. It made no sense. White Knight, uh, not White Knight, Black. Um, you know, Jon Snow's guy. He didn't yeah. have Eternals either. They just sort of like fuck it. We want to, you know, here. 
Like, who cares? Yeah, let's put <laughs> some Game of Thrones cast in here. And... Yeah, it's just like, no one, will, no one will care. Just do it. And I don't know why the fuck they introduced him in that movie. And uh, Blade's just kind of out by now or soon to be out. But in a development help because everybody keeps even because it's, they don't they haven't been on how I want to make got it but got it now they have a new director and um we'll see I just I don't have high hopes that they're going to do it justice okay okay yeah it, it's a lot of spinoffs and we're all just judging it off of the first movie though that's why I'm hoping Loki season two redeems redeems Kang's um let's say perception of Kang that's that's what I'm there you go that's exactly what I want to say I hope that Loki season two changes the perception of Kang and makes him more of a of that dude than any of the other you know than Ant-Man and the Wasp did yeah what we see at the end with the Council of Kang is looking like okay shit you know it's on and that might not be something that we have to wait for Kang Dynasty to see it might be something that gets set off in Loki just like Loki set off on me yeah yeah okay there's not a ton that comes before Kang Dynasty that I feel like they have the opportunity to to establish Kang more with but I feel like one way or the other, we're going to get more Kang between now and the next Avengers movie. So that way we're prepared for why there should be one. When uh, when does that next Avengers drop? End of the uh, year? No, no, no. That's, that's probably not for a couple of years yet. Um, okay, the Kang Dynasty ain't for a while. All right. So then what's the next major thing that we need to look forward to basically is Loki season two? So far, Kang Dynasty isn't set to drop till 2025. Got it. Got it. All right. And then so Loki season two is the next thing to, to like to continue this. Yeah, I think Loki is this um, this year. Um, I think I can't remember. I'm looking it up real quick now. I believe it's supposed to be um, this year. I'm just. Um, I'm looking it up now, but I'm oh, okay. almost supposed to drop who's supposed to drop Loki season two yeah that's what yeah that's the main one I'm, I want to say that should give more t- more information one on timeline and two how summer. much of a oh this summer is, is when in Loki season two comes out yeah that's all they said they haven't put a date got you got you alright alright well we got to look forward to now shit we don't know how to have um hmm Damn, I want I want to wait till everybody else is on here too. So we I wanted to discuss more about that the DCU and how they're so we, they're still coming out with Flashpoint with Ezra and they still kept them in it. Yeah, we can we can wait if you want more heads to dive into DC because that's a huge topic. There's so many different projects that they already announced. Yeah, I saw the whole I saw the whole uh, what, what it was give or take ten minutes when when he was on it. What's his name? Uh, uh, James Gunn. Yeah, James Gunn. I saw, I saw it, and then I mainly saw the breakdown video of everyone he every joint he was talking about. That's what I I'll be watching that. What's what's the what's the YouTuber where it's the guy? He looks like he's in front of a like he's in front of a blockbuster, and he always has that little dog talking next to him. Oh, uh, I don't know. I, I'm gonna send you his videos though, but he he gives a lot of updates on, or he gives a lot of backstory to store um, a lot of comic book movies, like kind of like we do and shit. It's it's, okay. it's ill, and he and he knows his shit too. I, I'll send you one of his clips. Um, All right. Yeah. For now, we, we did. DC though, and I'll just do a quick recap. Secret Invasion is coming this spring. That's going to be based around the scrolls, and then we got that's what's coming. Yeah. 
Then we got Guardians of the Galaxy 3. That's coming in May. And then mm. we got... Then we got another What If season coming uh, mid-year, so probably around, you know, summer for another What If season. And then we got... Um, this isn't really MCU, but we got Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse coming in June. That I'm high for. Um, look, look, again, Loki uh, season two this summer. And then um, we got the Marvels. That's uh, like Cat Marvel, Kamala Khan, Miss Marvel, and uh, Spectrum, Photon, whatever you want to call it. But um, the, the black chick from WandaVision. Yeah. In it too. And then... I heard I have I'm not sure if this is official, but Blue Marvel, who's um, kind of like uh, Marvel's version of Superman, this black dude. Um, oh, I thought it was like you said Blue Marvel. I thought it was the Crip version of say. <laughs> it, no. it, it might be why did make him the Crip version. I don't know. We'll have to see. <laughs> <laughs> but but he's because he's genius too. Now you know we'll see if they give his genius sister like uh, they did with Black Panther. Um, but, <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> uh, uh, you know, they can't, you know, they can't make the black man be uh, a good fighter and smart. You do gotta pick one or the other. Exactly. Fucking um, <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> and then they got the um, X Men '97, which is basically like the old X Men animated series cartoon from the '90s. Uh, you season is that coming? And then late uh, 2023, uh, it might be held off to 24 because. But a uh, show for Ironheart. Remember the chick from um, Wakanda yeah, Forever? Yeah. Riri. Um, and I guess that from Montevideo is getting a show like 23. And um, I feel like that might wind up being next season too. And Echo, if, I don't know if you watched Hawkeye. But yeah. uh, remember the chef chick? Yeah. He's got a show. He's got a show coming. And <clears throat> that's, that's about it for just plus and the movies this year from Marvel's side. Damn. That's a lot. All right. Hey, hey. Jesus, sorry about that. Excuse me. Um, that is a lot to take in. Shit. I'm just, uh, the main one though. I'm looking forward to the Secret Invasion one. That's the one out that that slipped my mind. I'm glad you brought that back up because yeah. I like seeing Samuel Jackson get busy and then the whole scrolls. I like how they're slowly venturing out more into space and get get out there more. So, and hopefully in there too. Even though they'll, they'll in like insinuate or. You know, drop little inklings of, of Kang somewhere in there. But does Kang have anything to do with the scrolls at all? No, nah, not really. As far as I uh, I know, there's there's I can't say that single scroll uh, Kang story because you know he he's had joints from way back in the city that I just kind of know a little bits and pieces of. Mm-hmm. But as far as modern day Kang stories, I can't think of too many that involve uh, scrolls. But Kang, but it doesn't mean that he hasn't had involvement with him because he's you know traveled time backwards and forwards so he could have and it just might not have done any stories about it but there's not uh, there's not an established relationship with the scrolls okay 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 all right well then shit uh, shit I'd, I'd say we call that up man that was a lot of information all you kids who was curious about some of these uh uh characters and stuff that you're not familiar with and shit so I hope, I hope it helped out <laughs> you folks because that's why I always that's why I always come to Vinny and shit, and always those talks afterwards when it just be all of us out there talking and shit. I just sit there and absorb, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it, it's a lot, and and they definitely, you know, people with a lot 
you know, take down and, and break down from what they gave us because they, they make a lot of changes. To it. So it's a lot of, oh, what are they going to do? Because, you know, they've, they've made a point to make shit different from the comics. That way, mm-hmm. you know, all the comics that we going to do. What the hell would you just say? It just, it just broke up. Oh, I was just saying that they changed it up a lot from the comics, so it keeps us on our toes, too. So it's always fun to discuss what they might be thinking. True, true. All right, all right. We can only assume. So everybody, yeah. now y'all know the lineup for the next uh, couple of months and everything. So, you know, let's see Let's see what happens. I'm going to I'm gonna uh, get off of this, wrap it up, and uh, start playing this Hogwarts shit. I haven't played a video game in God knows how many years, and I'm playing that motherfucker. Addictive as shit. Yo, I, I was just watching Shameen play, and I was just like, wow, just the way it looks. Yeah, it's, it's real. Yeah, I was like, God damn, I, that that intrigued me. I said, fuck that. I got down here one night, I couldn't sleep. I said, Phew. I made my character, he looked like a young Michael Jackson. Shit, with, <laughs> with a fro and everything. <laughs> but I'm, I'm I'm playing it right now where he, I'm, I'm only like two or three assignments in as far as the school is concerned. Yeah. I didn't even go to the story yet or nothing. Yeah, um, my advice would be try to play through the main missions until you get your broom and then do side quests. And then you can explore. Well, it, you can explore without the broom, but it's more fun. Like, you have to run around everywhere when until you get your broom. Yeah. But the longer you're doing a side quest, it, the, the longer it takes you to get, you know, a broom, which makes, you know, flying around out, outside the castle easier. Got you. All right. Good to know. Good to know. Sorry, people. We way nerded out on that one. But that new Hogwarts game that all these kids are going crazy about, I see why they are. Shit, I got yeah. I got uh, dragged into it. So, yeah. I'm going to sit here and chillax and probably play that and, and finish off the new third episode of, of the Wu-Tang season. Right now, they're at the point where they had to, like, force ODB to get the album out. So, just, that's all. I'm, I'm not going to tell you what all the, all the other intangibles. And they showed a Wu mansion. Bet. So, that's all I can say right now. <laughs> At this point, so that I up. hope that I hope that was able to uh, help you out, Vin Rock, too. Because what was the last episode you saw in there? Like I said, I, I'm I got caught way behind. I'm, I got finished up, um, catching up on second season and everything. Okay, okay. Then I'll, I'll, I'll hmm? I've been, um, I started this winter, I got into snowfall. So once I'm done with snowfall, I'll jump over to that. Okay, yeah. Snowfall, this this not the final season is about to start, but of course the the last season before you know that just ended, that one got yeah. a little too. A lot of it was kind of far fetched, but you'll yeah, see. I'm, yeah, I'm in uh, like halfway through the third season. So got you, got you. Then so it's still kind of intriguing. Then that's good. All right, I'm not gonna tell when you I'm, nothing about that either. Yeah, when I'm all caught up, I'll, I'll hit you about it. All right, all right then, Van Rock. Thank you for uh, coming on the show. Shout out to Doula too. He was in and out like a robbery. Shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was and shit. He, he told me that too. He was like, "Yo, I'm gonna, I'm just gonna be in here." And I was like, "Cause I told him the topics," and he was like, "I ain't seen none of them shows. I ain't seen none of that shit." So yeah, uh, maybe next time we'll have a little guest on there. I ain't gonna say who it is, but you, you'll see. Um, thank you, Vinny, as always, coming on here. A pleasure. Yeah. Yep, this has been another episode of the Don't Overthink It podcast. Till the next time, peace. Peace.